Lick, lack, lack, lilac. Blah, blah, blah. Eternal white nine heavens. So, good morning, good evening, good night, whatever the hell it shall be. Welcome to the next episode of the Random Podcast. So, one thing I do want to point out is uh, I wear boots, and boot rash sucks. It fucking hurts, it stings, you know, there's creams and ointments, and whatnot, but I'm just saying, it fucking sucks. But, you know, moving on, I, I, I know this is like, basically, I did an episode, what, the other day? But I'm doing another episode because, uh, basically, what I'm getting at is here. I really wanted to, like, follow up on the whole, um, topic that I mentioned in the last episode, and it's... It's something that really, uh, I want to say, uh, that bothers me. Um, and it, oof, oof. so, uh, kick back, sit back, relax, and you're about to, and let's go on a ride. Uh, we're about to top, talk about the topic of incels, or involunt- involuntary celibates. Now, incels, okay, let's, let's, uh, Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's define this real quick. So, I mean, shameless plug, I am using Urban Dictionary, because I think the term itself is stupid, and I, and I just want to point it out right now, uh, it's, it is stupid, and it's completely fucking stupid, and, uh, anyone that says otherwise, you know, they can, they can at me, and I'll, I'll gladly, you know, Kill them the fuck off. Now, if you don't know, an involuntary celibate, a person, usually male, who has a horrible personality, treats women like sexual objects and thinks his lack of sex life comes from being ugly when it's really just blatant sexism and terrible attitude. And it goes um, on to say things like, incels have little to no self-awareness, even though they see other ugly men with girlfriends, they consider these men to be tricksters, who somehow beat the system and get women to cite being cursed with untractiveness. In other words, the respectful women and women are attracted to their personality, but incels can't comprehend such a phenomenon. Now, I know it's become a meme in the modern day, and going off of what I said earlier about the whole dating culture, and it switching, transitioning, well, uh, is it a paradigm shift? I want to say it's a paradigm shift, but I feel like the word transition is a is a more... Uh, suitable word to describe the the phenomenon. Um, when it transitioned into the whole hookup culture, we got a uh, mm, how do I say it? Uh, we got a a bunch of people popping up because a lot of people don't know. Like, bruh, it's not about sex. It's not about hooking up. Just because you can't, you know, seal the deal and get that one night stand doesn't mean that you know you're you're not able to get laid, like, I can get laid, and uh, let's, let's just put this real, I can be laid, I can get laid, this isn't me bragging, this isn't me, uh, you know, rubbing it in people's faces, I am stubborn as shit, I'm an asshole, but I'm kind and caring to my friends, and if I find attraction to someone, you know, I'm awkward as shit, but then it's like, you know, some people get that, some people don't, and, you can't, it's a hit or miss, you know? See, you like me or you don't. Uh, sometimes it, it switches up. You can start off hating me, you get to know me, and then you're like, oh, no, you know what? That guy's kind of cool. Not that being said, it's not that hard. I mean, if you just be yourself and, you know, you don't 
come into come to the table with expectations. If I hang out with like if I hang out with a, a female friend, uh, and you know, there is the option of casual sex on the table. I'm not going to hang out with the person because of the option of possible casual sex. I go there because one, I have a vested interest in hanging out with that person because it's fun. It's funny. Uh, like honestly, like. I'm not going to sit there, like, first off, I don't really care for sex. Second off, if I'm going to go hang out with someone, it's going to be about fun. It's not going to be like, oh, you know, I'm going to hook up, I'm going to get really sweaty, and then I'm going to just, like, you know, leave myself to that possibility. Like, it's, it's, I mean, I know people have different perspectives, and I, I respect that, but at the same time, like... It's uh, a lot of people that come thinking like, well, you know, I, I'm too ugly. Like, I, I want to say like I'm attractive guy, but I know like, you know, my whole self image and like I have low self esteem, but you can't tell me otherwise. Cause I'm, I'm still the coolest motherfucker you'll ever meet in your life. Um, like I know I have self, I have like body image issues growing up. People used to call me fat. They, Things like I got teased with Fatty Boomalady. Uh, when I was younger, someone cracked. Well, okay, no, is it fractured? It was. It was an injury. I got. I got punched in the face pretty hard as a, a kid, and uh, one of my eyes is smaller because the orbital cavity is fractured. So one of the eye lids droop. Well, not lid, but like the area that has your eyebrow. Yeah, your eyebrow, it's drooped, so one of my eyes appears smaller than the other. Uh, I have scars over my face because I was mauled by a uh, Rottweiler when I was younger, and if you didn't notice, I have difficulty speaking because I think till like the age of five or six, I had a speech therapist. Um, so that's why I have like this really professional voice that sounds, and I articulate everything in my in my vocabulary, and I speak like a dictionary because I had speech training, and I had speech therapy because I couldn't speak correctly. So, I mean, I, I had trouble saying specific for years. Pacific. Specific. You know, and, like, or what was it? The tongue twisters? She sells seashells by the seashore. I can't say that shit fast. I can't. Because the thing is, like, I... I actively think as I speak, and I say the word in my head as I say it, so I know it's like a filter, so if I stop thinking or if I lose my train of thought, I have trouble speaking, which, you know, going back to the whole dating thing, it's kind of awkward because it's like, if a girl sits there and like, you know, you know, stuns me off my feet, like, and I'm just like smitten for her, like, my brain stops working, and then words just come out, and it's just word vomit, and it's awkward experience for me, it's awkward experience for her, and I don't know what the fuck's going on, and I look back, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? And <laughs> that's basically it. Um, but going back to the original topic of incels, uh, they think it's a system, like, oh, well, I can't get laid, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, honestly, like, if you have personality, there's someone out there for you. If you can be yourself, if you can have fun and whatnot and just not focus on sex, sex is great for some people. It's played out for me. I mean, coming from me, I mean, 
I'm not really here to talk about myself, but, you know, shit, it's my own podcast, might as well, uh, like, I know for years, like, I, I repressed my own, I repressed my own sexuality, because I lived in a really highly religious family, and I grew up around all girls, and I remember, um, one of, well, I remember my stepdad, uh, basically saying, like, oh, well, you know, he was very homophobic, holy shit, he was homophobic, so was my mom, my mom, well, was, I want to say my mom is, my mom is homophobic, she is strongly homophobic, and a lot of my different parts of my family are strongly homophobic, and I remember them just, like, saying things, and, you know, I get beat, and I I still remember, uh, I was, I forgot where we lived, but, like, I remember one time, like, my sisters were being lazy, and they're like, you carry all the groceries, you're, you're a guy, it's your responsibility, like, you have to be strong, I was like, fuck that, I'd rather be fucking intelligent, we can use the fucking cart, work smarter, not harder, and I guess that, you know, to, to her, like, you know, I I don't talk to my, my, uh, half-sister, uh, it's a fatal insight, um, but I guess to her, she, that translated to, I'd rather be a girl, because guys are supposed to be just strong and just follow rules, like, whatever, and I'm just like, nah, I'd rather do the smart thing, because one, I'm not going to sit there and get tired, because one, I hate being sweaty, I got teased, and got teased, I still get teased, so I sweat profusely, I mean, like, fucking profusely, when I worked in various things where I had physical activity, I sweated so much to the point where I, it was salt, like, I, I remember wearing a red shirt, I worked out one time, and by the end of the workout, it was pink because all the salt, when it dried, it salt from the sweat just changed the color of the shirt. Now, some people don't realize like if you're a fat kid, like I mean, I I'm I'm not obese. I'm like average. I'm gonna say I'm a little thick, but <laughs> um, like as a kid growing up, kids are fucking brutal. They're heartless. They'll fucking like. They'll make you regret living. Uh, but that's besides the point. Like, because of, like, all the things, like, I never even considered, like, I got scared. I was like, well, you know, I live with a bunch of girls. Like, I, throughout puberty, I was, like, confused and shit. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck. Because, like, I don't find my sisters, half-sisters, when my sister and half-sisters fucking uh, attractive at all. I think they're they're fucking beasts, I, in fact, I call one of my sisters a fucking small bear, uh, cause I saw her throw one of my childhood friends, well, okay, my childhood friend's older brother that we didn't like, cause he was jackass, but she threw him like a fucking spear, I mean, like, she just picked him, like, leave my little brother alone, just picked his ass up and threw him, just, and like, he was like, I'm gonna beat you up, and every time he tried to walk up, she just grabbed him by his face, grabbed him by his shirt, and just threw him around like a fucking ragdoll, and we're like, oh, Oh shit! <laughs> it was it was it was interesting growing up, uh, but like, and then the the girls I I was interested in, I was like I was too awkward because the thing is like, you have older sisters they tend to tease you, and my sister was like the queen bee and she hated me so by de facto, you were hated if you were cool with me, so, like, I had little or no friends, blah, 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 back to incels, but, yeah, um, 
Yeah, it's it's sad because like you know it's these warped personalities that are that are popping up out of the woodworks. I mean, they were always always there, and they're always on the deviant. But then it became like a community, like people banded together. But at the same time, like, um, and just like it's it's sad because like I want to say like. How do I say this? Because incel, or the term incel exists, you know, they kind of term they existed before it, but it was a different thing before they, like, branded themselves as a, a community. The, it was called the nice guy syndrome. Now, you're like, wait, the nice guy? There's a term called the nice guy always finishes last because they don't finish at all because no one gives a fuck about them. And when I say nice guy, I mean the guy that purposely goes out of his way to be nice because he has an ulterior motive to sleeping with the girl. The logic operating there is, I'm nice to you, ergo, you owe me sex. I'm nice to this girl all the time, ergo, she she owes me sex. Now, with that being said, it, it, it evolved over time, and a lot of people, you know, they're like, oh, it's a nice guy, oh, he's a nice guy, and they're like, you know, I know a lot of people... I know, like, a lot of feminist movements were like, oh, well, you know, nice guys are horrible people. You know, they have a point. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not against feminism. I consider myself a bit of a feminist, but I'm not radical or extremist. I'm not, I'm more non-traditional where it's like, I understand there's certain inequalities in society. I, I acknowledge that and I understand that. However, disregarding me because of my gender is not okay. I may not understand the full spectrum of what you've gone through, but if I'm willing to sit there and listen to try to learn, to like, you know, learn a new perspective, I shouldn't be shunned, I shouldn't be mocked, I shouldn't be made fun of for trying to learn something new so I can change my own mindset because it's like I rather have a well-rounded view of the world instead of a narrow mind. So, you know, that it can be said just not towards feminism. I met a few people in the LGBT community that were like that when I was like, oh, well, you know, I can kind of understand, you know, you know, being scared to come out to your parents. I'm not saying like, you know, I'm a member of, well, uh, mm, mm, how do I say this? I guess it'd be like, because my disinterest in sex, because I was grew up, I consider my dim, myself dimmy meaning I can only have a sexual attraction towards people I've grown in emotional attachment, and that brings up the question, well, if you have emotional attachment towards a guy, you see, the problem is here. I don't like guys. I find it difficult to like guys, because as a little kid, my first memory is my stepdad assaulting my mom in front of me and being splashed with my mother's blood. Now, that might be a trigger for some people, and I do apologize. I sh- probably should edit in, and I'm not. Um, laziness. Uh, a warning for people, but, you know, ever since that moment, and ever since, like, growing up, just, you know, sink, having that, like, simmer, and then click one day, like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, from there, it's just... I... Never really got along with guys. I mean, most of them, like, I hang out with guys, most of them like, oh yeah, that girl's, she thick as, she's thicker than a snicker. I'll drink her bath water. Like, that type of stuff. And it's just like, that's something that's not interest in sex. Or like, you're not interested in sex? 
are you gay, bro? And I'm like, no, I just have better things to do. I'd rather play video games. Like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. I was like, but there was a time, there was a brief period of time where I was like really interested because I, I kind of went like, you know, you, your first, your freshman year, like I was going to college. I want to say like the summer between, okay, not even my summer. <laughs> okay, yeah, it is summer. I want to say from the time I was 17 to about 21, no, 21, yes, 21, I had a lot of indiscriminate sex with married women. A lot of sex. It got to a point where it's like, oh, well, it's, keep in mind, I was also in shape, so. Lady killer. Uh, There's a couple times where I had to hide in closets or, like, you know, that awkward conversation. Like, oh, uh, yeah. I just met this person. We hit it off real well. I didn't know that was your wife, sir. Those awkward conversations. But besides the fact, uh, not going into too much detail uh, about that. But yeah, I had a lot of indecent, indiscriminate sex. You know, I, I went out to, you know, find myself. And I found I'd rather just, you know, be emotionally attached to one person. And sh- part of that intimacy is, you know, showing that side of me of, you know, becoming comfortable with someone to have sex with, otherwise I'm just a nervous wreck because it's like, I'm not really interested in this person, and then thoughts of they're just using me because all the, you know, thoughts back to when I used to, well, I finally realized, and this is kind of the reason why I stopped having sex with married women, I'm like, they're using me because they're having problems with their marriage instead of actually, you know, fixing their problems, they're, they're immature, so they seek to cheat, and it's selfish, because they feel like their needs aren't being met when their needs can easily be met. Because this is go back to the previous episode. If you're having sex with people, and you're it's an ongoing, steady thing, and it's just you two, you get to know each other. You know, you know their their sensitive spots. You know what they don't like. You know their tastes and stuff. But at the same time, it really, it really, uh, how do I say it? It really it clicks, like, you get to know each other, and it's, and it doesn't become a chore, it becomes, like, you know, you find new things, you explore, like, you feel more vulnerable, because you actually take the time to, uh, how do I say it, um, you take the time to, you know, get to know each other, and you open each other, like, I, I see sex as more uh, intimacy, and you're vulnerable, because they see you all in your entirety, they see, like, they see that that birthmark on your left butt cheek or, you know, that really bad tattoo that, like, was horrible on your, on your, uh, oh, you know, autonomy of a human body, uh, I want to say, like, your thigh, like, on the underside of your thigh, I guess, but, like, anyways, I'm not saying I have a tattoo or anything, but I'm just saying, like, you get to see, like, you know, you, people make some interesting noises during sex, so I'm just saying, like, you know, it's, it's interesting, uh, and it, it's, it's, it's not something that can be done just because you were both drunk and you were just like, eh, but with that being said, uh, going back to the original topic, <sighs> When people 
go into things with the expectation of sex, it changes things. It changes the relationship completely. Now, when it comes to nice guys expecting sex, it usually leads to, you know, some type of, uh, not childhood drama, trauma, or, you know, issue. There's, there's several different reasons. There's no, it's not black and white. It's not because of this or that. It's, there, it could be a variety of things. It could be how they were raised. It could be, see, their, their environment, their upbringing, whatnot. But at the same time, I'm just like, just be yourself. You eventually find someone, you know, focus, like, the thing is, people think, oh, blah, 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 like, I'm at the age where it's like, I, I'm 26 going on 27, and I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, I've experienced a lot of things in my life, I've lived a, a life, but I want to find someone to spend my life with, like, any choices I make is, is a group decision, like, because I, I know I'm getting along the years, and I know, like, once I sit down and I choose my career path and go on that career, if there's no one with me, I know I'm not probably going to find someone else to go with me because they weren't there for that journey. They weren't there. And I know this may seem, like, narrow-minded and whatnot, but I know it's just going to be a lot harder because if I find success, well, not if, when I find success, it'll be forged on a road of hardships of many trial and errors, failures, and just picking myself up and trying again, learning, and going down different paths to find the goal I want. Now, it's a little bit different when it comes down to, like, finding a partner, because I know that, like, I'm weird, I have a lot of insecurities, I have a lot of uh, emotional issues from a really interesting family, but at the same time, like, I know, like, once a lot of that can be worked through with therapy and whatnot, but at the same time, like, I feel like it'd be a lot smoother if I was there with someone, because it's not dumping all my problems on them, it's just more like, i rather just be completely honest with my partner. Which, you know, you can't really find that here in California. I mean, there are the rare, the rare select few, and if you found yourself someone that's understanding and they're there for the journey and they're there for the experience of companionship and friendship and you know growing together, you know, congratulations. I'm jealous, but at the same time, uh, it's that's just my view. But once again, I I keep going off tangents, but. Uh, it, it's a theme. I'm like on what fucking fourteen episodes already, and I'm just like, jeez. Um, but going back to incels, like this community is just a joke on itself. It's a, it's a, it's the result of the hookup culture. It's basically the people that are the bottom of the barrel because they see hookup culture how it is. And they want to abuse it and just get something that they thought they never have. And they'll go to any means or, like, not any means. You know, I'm not trying to generalize the whole or label the entire, you know, community as, you know, creeps or whatnot. I'm just saying, like, this community, you should not label yourself an involuntary celibate. Because 
ultimately is your decision. It is your decision to be that jackass. It's your decision to see the opposite gender or the same gender, whatever floats your boat, as just something to get off to. Like, the endorphins of just, you know, masturbation only go so far, you want to seek more, and then once you get a taste of, you know, actually sleeping with someone, it changes even more, and you get more addicted, addicted to it, and you're just like, ah, it's, it's a little bit of a, uh, weird thing, but, it's, how do I say it, like, I know, I know the definition I gave through Urban Dictionary isn't really, like, I wouldn't say that's, like, the for reals, but it is just like it, at this point, it is a meme. It, it's a it's a meme of it's a meme, but people take it seriously, and there are people that swear up and down that they are incels or involuntary celibates, and a lot of them make like little packs saying like, "Oh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, how do I say it? If I don't get laid by 25 or 26, I'm gonna buy a hooker." Honestly. Just go to a fucking bar. Once you hit 21, you want to get laid? We'll tell you how to get laid. Alright, pull up a chair. Papa Melty is about to tell, about to teach you a lesson. Let me sit up real quick. Now, if you want to get laid, this is how you do it. Step one. Look at your wardrobe. Does it reflect who you are? Yeah? Cool. Is it just jeans and a t-shirt? Yeah, cool. If, do you? Is it a button-up and some shorts? Yeah, cool. That's you. Do you. Don't try to dress up. Don't try to buy name brands. Buy something that suits you. You want to feel comfortable. You don't want to feel uncomfortable. You don't want to get nervous. The, 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 the key to it is, is you have to be comfortable with yourself. And once you're comfortable with yourself, you have this confidence and... I don't know if anyone told you this, but confidence is attractive. Now, with that being said, once you have that confidence, you go to a bar. You go. You play either pool or, you know, you you chat it up with bartenders. Bartenders are great people. Having a conversation with a bartender will change your life. They know a lot of them have seen some shit. Some, Some are really knowledgeable. Some of them have fucking PhDs and shit, and they just bartend on the side just as for the shits and giggles i mean it's a great fucking profession you get to meet people you have conversations it they're all for the most part extroverts you won't really find an introvert bartender you will find a bartender that's an extrovert but then they see that you're creepy as fuck and you're creeping on them and that you know they won't be as responsive but you know that's that's like fucking duh i mean it's it's common for everyone else uh so, with that being said, like, you go there, you chat it up, you know, and through conversation, you, you go out and meet someone, you know, like, you talk, you know, and then if someone catches your eye, you know, you look and you see them looking, you know, give them a wave, be like, hey, and, you know, and then go back to the conversation, acknowledge, acknowledge your existence, if they're interested in you, you know, go over, I mean, have them come to you, or, you know, if you're brave enough and, you know, you're like, hey, this person looked at me. They look interesting. Let me see what the hell they're up to. So you go over there and you're like, hi. My name is so-and-so. What can I... And I was like, I know. I noticed uh, you're sitting by yourself, or I noticed uh, you look kind of bored. Like, you want to join in a conversation? And this is what it's called conversation skills. You have to be able to carry a conversation with someone. And, you know, because remember, 
the point of it all, right, is to be able to speak to people without, you know, being a dumbass. Now, I'll, I'll explain dumbass later, but at the same time, we're going to go to a, uh, a little, a little, a little tidbit corner here. So, y- you approach the girl, you're like, hey, my name's so-and-so, uh, I noticed that you're alone, you mind if I join you in the conversation, or, like, you might be like, hey, I was having a really good conversation with the bartender here, I was wondering if you wanted to join, you know? The person's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not interested? Cool. Leave them alone. If they're interested, if they're not interested, leave them be. Don't push the issue, be like, oh, okay, you know, well, enjoy your night, and just go back to the conversation, you know? If they come to you, after the fact, after they turn you down, well, you know, you're not out of the park. I mean, they could just be interested, or they could be bored, they're like, huh, this person was like, hmm, this person had enough, you know, common decency to be like, I'm not interested, cool, maybe I judged this person a little too quick. Because you gotta remember, it goes for both genders. You go to a bar, you get hit on by everyone and their mother, and it's just... It's either hit or miss, and it's whatever. Now, with that being said, it's just fucking, uh, how do I say it? You just, you just go carry on. Like, you have conversation, you know, you talk. Or a few drinks, you know, the person might offer to buy you a drink. You might, you know, get, like, it, it's, it's a, it's a game of body language. You know, you want to keep the conversation. You want to acknowledge both people. You know, you don't want to just single it out. And, you know, eventually you guys might hit it off, you might not, you know, the person might, you know, conversation-wise, you might hit it off, and then the person's like, well, I gotta go, my friends are waiting, you're like, okay, enjoy your night, and they're like, hey, you know, you should do this again, we should do this again sometime, like, yeah, I'd be down, you know, I always go to this bar around this time, you know, sometimes, I mean, may not, they're like, well, you know, if we make it easier, I can just give you my number, and you can text me sometimes, like, oh yeah, sure, you know, and the, bam, you just got a number, or, you know, it's like, well, my friends can go on without me, and you know, you can continue talking, now, you may think, well, it's in the bag now, well, here's the thing, I, 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 I misled you a little bit, I, I, I feel bad, I don't feel bad at all, I lied to you, you see, the purpose of this is just to demonstrate you just talk, by being yourself, by being respectful, by being, you know, a, a courteous human being, you attract people around you. You attract people to you because you're being yourself and you have that confidence. It's not that bad. It's not that. It, it's not that. It's not that hard. The concept may be foreign and may, but it does require one key important thing. You have to like yourself to have the confidence to do it. If you don't have the confidence, if you don't like yourself, you can't do anything with that. And people can see that shit. It's like a big-ass blaring neon sign saying, I have self... I am insecure. I have self-image issues. And I do not like myself. I have issues, and people are like, well, that's an issue, I don't know, like, this is a bar, you know, and then they get mad, they're like, well, I had a really good chance with this woman, but 
you know, this guy swooped in and took her from me. I mean, bruh, like, shut the fuck up. It's, it happens. Not everyone's going to be interested in you. You might not be interested in the person. Like, it's, it's, it's like that. So, like, if you just like yourself, eventually, you know, you'll find someone that fits you. And, hey, you might find yourself a wife or a husband or whatever, you know, the hell it is. But at the same time, like, to call yourself an uh, incel, you're basically giving up. To say, you're like, I'm involuntarily celibate. Like, I don't have sex because I can't have sex. What, do you have erectile dysfunction? No, I, I just can't find someone to have sex with. Well, are you talking to people just purely to have sex? Or are you purely talking to people to get to know them? And, you know, you may, like, click and have that awkward... That brief silence, that awkward silence that leads to a kiss. How did it start like this? It was only a kiss, and now he's taking a drag of a cigarette, and she's taking off her dress. But at the same time, like, come on now, like, you can't, you can't, you can't spin this any different from the nice guy movement. You're basically expecting because you're nice, because of this, because of that. You're making excuses. You're the only reason why you're not getting laid because you chose to do this or that or you chose to not be yourself and let your insecurities or your you know the anticipation like if there was this, if there was a fucking guy that or well okay I let me rephrase this example if there was a girl that was like just desperately trying to have sex with me just like <sighs> And it's just like, you know, she's always like, really close, oh god, I'm having flashbacks, or is something like that, and I don't want to remember that. Um, let me rephrase this. If a girl had a guy to approach him, and, and like, was like, the guy was like, always staring at her, at her chest, or her butt, and just like, not really paying attention, just like, looking at her, like, and objectifying her as a sexual object, that's not really attractive, and it's weird, and it's awkward as fuck, and the girl's probably going to fucking ghost you, and that being said, ghosting is bad, but at the same time, like, some people are too creeped out, and it's a rare instance of me saying it, and looking like a hypocrite, but fuck it, do not do that, like, if you, if he makes you really uncomfortable, he's not taking the hints, cut all contact, block his ass, uh, it's not ghosting, you just got blocked, but some people may see it as ghosting, but whatever. Um, but this is one of the, the several things that resulted from the hookup culture. And it's it's really interesting to see, like, people's different perspectives. Like, hell, I might even have a guest on my fucking podcast and be like, hey, so I have a question about you, about this. Let me, let, me, let me shoot you some knowledge. So, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I know this is a little bit longer. This is like a two-in-one. So I'm going to say this is episodes 14 and 15. Because fuck it, why not? Uh, less work. <laughs> um, so, like, with that being said, it's it's a little bit different uh, to see the different uh, effects from the transition into hookup culture. Because before, the worst thing that could happen is just, you know, uh, I want to say, like, date rape. You know, people go on dates, and it's just, oh, 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 let me, let me talk about that. I'm not talking about date rate, I'm just saying dates in general. If someone goes on a date, 
And this is a really good practice. You know, there's nothing wrong with taking a selfie with the license plate of the person giving you a ride to send to your friends in case you go missing. Safety is number one. At the very least. Safety is number one. Uh, Hell, even if the guy joins in for the selfie with you, like that, or a girl, that's hella cool, but at the same time, like, save, whenever you're going on a date with a stranger, remember, they're a stranger. Just because you're interested in them, just because they tickle your fancy, doesn't mean that they're safe. They could be a fucking serial killer. Serial killers will sit there and smile, charm you, be like, hey, how's it going? And they're really smooth and suave, and next thing you know, they're like putting, they're like giving you fucking something, a, a coffee full of fucking drugs to fucking knock you out, so you wake up to being dismantled, aka well, you're waking up dead. Now, with that being said, to you know, not to trigger people, well, you know, or alarm people, but you know, just to put it out there, safety is first. Um, it's good practice. It it truly is. Um, but going back. Like, it's, it's, I, I want to say, like, watching this transition, because keep in mind, like, I was in college for a while, like, holy shit, I, I got to see, like, the different transitions between people, and I got, to, and working with younger people at my current job, it's, it's, it's a completely different fucking ballpark, because I don't understand what people think is okay, because I know, like, stuff I consider okay, and, like, dating and whatnot, like, you know, waiting for your date, showing up early, you know, apologizing, whatnot, you know, telling people you're not interested in them, or, you know, letting, letting them softly, stuff like that isn't the norm anymore, and it's just better off just to cut all contact cold turkey, and make the person, like, just suffer emotional wounds, because, you know, fuck it, like, it's, it, it's more of a selfish, uh, attitude in dating nowadays, and it's, it's sad, it's, it's truly sad, um, but other than that, I mean, what can we do, there's, well, there are, there is something we could do, it's, we can stop putting so much emphasis on hookup culture, we can put emphasis back on, you know, being friends with someone first, getting to know them, and I, I say this because I feel like I'm a hypocrite, and given my recent, Sometimes self-reflection happens at the most inopportune times, and you just realize how much of a dumbass you are, and you want to kick yourself, but then you just gotta, you know, accept what happened and move on, and just remind yourself, like, this is not the way, this is what, this happened for, because of this, and it was a result of my own actions. Now, with that being said, it's a, uh, this isn't going to be a, a common thing. I'm saying this now. This is a double episode isn't going to be a common thing. Now, uh, I feel like there is not a lot to be said. I feel like there's more research or citation needed for this. So, like, this this entire thing is more of my own thoughts. It's my form to conjecture or things I've seen and whatnot throughout different aspects of media uh, from different sources, from first-hand, second-hand, etc. So... I mean, don't take, go out, research it yourself, learn, educate, grow as a person, uh, read a motherfucking book, um, but at the very least, like, all I 
have to say is, please, 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 just be yourself. Have some confidence. Like yourself. Easier said than done, but as usual, this is Melty Scarlet, a.k.a. the Crimson Hermit, and this is the Random Podcast. So, stay classy, stay brave, and look in, look in the mirror and appreciate you as a person. I'm out this. <laughs>